Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hey, I am Sunaya Nair. You are listening to the Talk Sakes Alive series and our guest on this episode personifies optimism and tenacity, having thrived under pressure since he was really very young. And of course, he loves to play and play fair, play consistent and with much precision. Here's unveiling an inspiring conversation I had with the eternal optimist Rajesh Saluja, CEO and managing partner, ASK Wealth Advisors. Now, Rajesh has over two decades of experience in the consumer banking, wealth management and private wealth advisory verticals and is well known for his love for golf, which he took to in 1999 when he was heading the priority banking deposits in the arm for Standard Chartered Bank. He's also an avid cricketer and represents his son's school at prominent inter-school league tournaments, putting in several hours of dedicated practice during the season typically between October and March. That's not all. Rajesh also enjoys playing poker. Well, how does he manage to do so, you ask? Well, you'll know in a bit. In this conversation, we also delve on some key turning points in his life, personal and professional, his views on success, work-life balance, and of course, some invaluable insights on investing and an equally interesting fun facts section. But hey, for now, let's proceed to our Curtain Razor segment. In this segment, you will listen to Rajesh open up about his formative years in Jamshedpur, the key turning points in life, including an unfortunate loss he encountered rather early on in life, which forced him to grow up at once. We also discuss key professional milestones along Rajesh's three-decade-long career. The broad theme reflecting a yearning for taking roads less traveled and setting up verticals, practices from scratch. Stay tuned. Hi, Rajesh. We are delighted to have you at Talk Sakes for Life. Same here. Now, to begin with, if you could take us through your formative years and let us know how was it? Where were you brought up and, you know, were the key people who influenced you and your thoughts? Will you take us through that briefly? Sure. So I was born uh, to a middle-class family in Jamshedpur. Uh, my father was uh, uh, an engineer from IIT and used to work with the Tata Group. And that's how we were in Jamshedpur. The early years uh, were all spent there and then we moved to sort of Calcutta, before which, after which my father sent me uh, to a boarding school mm-hmm. because... A lot of his uh, friends and colleagues from Tata, they were putting their children there. And uh, it was a uh, you know boarding school up in North called uh, Sanar, Lawrence School Sanar. I would say from the sixth or seventh standard onwards, was all in a boarding. And that's really what shaped my uh, life. I think the experience of boarding was uh, wonderful. Uh, built character, made you independent, got you disciplined. Also, unfortunately, at that time, I lost my father at a very early age when I was 13, 14. And that, again, was a big turning point mm-hmm. because uh, him being from a service 
a background and we're not having sort of family wealth, mm-hmm. you had to make sure that um, you did something uh, good. Um, and uh, that's how post uh, school I came into Bombay, got into college and started working at an early uh, age. And uh, from there on, never looked back and got my my mother um, remained in Calcutta and a place called Dhanbad where she remained with uh, the Tata group. Those are family and everyone else was from that side. But uh, once I came into Bombay and started working, then I slowly bought everyone uh, here. I have a younger brother and a younger sister, brother four years younger to me and sister nine years younger to me. So we were quite young when we lost our father, but uh, all have sort of managed uh, their way through and um, today all are well settled. So early years were uh, initially uh, all uh, fun Fun. and games, but boarding school was the game changer for me. You suddenly grew up? Of course, after, um, you know, I lost my father. You started thinking differently about what you're going to do. And you also didn't want to take any income or money from uh, the family. So you wanted to start working and become independent as quickly as possible. That's why in college, I started working early. And uh, literally for one or two years, struggled to meet uh, your college fees and you know general living expenses, mm. but uh, did that and uh, managed it well. Also got into the capital markets, like I said. So yeah. that was again a big turning point because while I enjoyed the whole concept of uh, capital markets, but um, uh, started speculating and got into all these derivative products, etc. So I made a lot of money. During college days, I was probably the only guy who had bought a secondhand car, but lost all of that within within uh, six months of, um, I remember Rajiv Gandhi's first budget, finance budget, and it turned out to be totally against the market. So whatever I had made in a year, I lost in one or two months. And then I had to sell off the car, uh-huh. sell my music system, jeans, et cetera, et cetera, to survive. But it was great uh, teaching, learning. And um, I think combination of boarding and what I did in college ensured that I would manage anywhere in life. It was just about putting in your best effort and working. So the whole boarding uh, phase. Did right. so you take to that uh, without any resistance or anything? Were you okay with it? Initially, I wasn't. When they left me there, and while the good excuse for my dad, mom was, you know, you've got uh, other friends also will be there. But just the experience of not being in a home environment and then having to do everything on your own. Initially, first year was tough. After that, it was a cakewalk. And it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. There are many people who sort of quit and went. And ours was a military school. So you had to march to classes and uh, you had compulsory um, you know, sports and right from boxing to swimming to you name it, it was there and you had to do it. But once you started enjoying that, I mean, there was no looking back. We used to look forward to coming back when we used to get four months break in a year, two and a half winter time and one and a half month summer. But always we were looking back to uh, come to school. Great experience after that. And it was a great school. Even now it's one of the most reputed boarding schools. Uh, If you you name the boarding schools, you'll always have Doon that will come up. Mayo and Sanar. These are the only three things. The only advantage I had was uh, Sanar was a co-ed boarding. <laughs> the others were only boys' school. So all the other school guys used to love to come to our school. That's why the break. <laughs> the break. <laughs> you wouldn't mind going back. <laughs> In terms of your professional milestones, mm-hmm. you've had over two decades of experience in the wealth management right. 
private wealth advisory uh, and consumer banking verticals as well. So how did these find you over the course of your journey? Yes, it was quite odd. I never thought I'd get into banking. I uh, started in sales, so joined Xerox. Xerox was a mecca of sales, uh, one of the top sales organizations in the U.S. And in India also, the, right. the way they got about their right. business was uh, superb. And I was there for about six, seven years. And then all the foreign banks in India were really looking to become sales-oriented because instead of waiting for clients to come in, they wanted to go out and get clients. Mm. So they actually started looking for people with a background of sales. And that's why... Uh, how I got in, I got to know of this opportunity. A consultant called me. I interviewed with Standard Chartered and I got in. And at that time, they were taking people, both City, Standard Chartered, all these guys were taking people from uh, either Xerox or American Express. These mm-hmm. were two places where a lot of people joined. Once I got in, because I had that little bit of experience of capital markets, I was just asked to look at a mutual fund. was a new industry mm-hmm. that was coming up and in the year so when? 95 okay. is when I joined Standard Chartered. And that time, mutual fund as a concept was just introduced in India. You know, Manmohan Singh's reforms, 1992. Right. So many foreign companies also came in. Mutual funds started to get set up in India. Otherwise, only UTI used to be there. And because I had that little bit of experience, I got in into mm-hmm. what was called investment services. And from there on, then the journey started. Um, so I remained in the consumer banking right. side. Consumer banking focuses on retail individuals. And because I used to be in sales in Xerox, where you were doing individual one-on-one sales, it fit in naturally. And with my experience of capital markets, the whole wealth management piece mm-hmm. fit in. And then slowly, then I moved to Delhi for about five, six years to set up the priority banking uh, business for Standard Chartered, which is where they cater to HNIs mm. and do wealth management. After being 11 years with Standard Chartered, it was once again an opportunity to see if I could move into becoming an entrepreneur in mm. some way, because Standard Chartered was still a, uh, a job. Yeah. And that's when ASK happened again through... Some consultant out of the blue called up saying ASK is a very strong wealth manager, not wealth manager, a portfolio manager. And they're looking for someone who can set up their wealth yeah. management business from scratch. Same thing in Standard Chartered. I had set up the whole yeah. deposit sales yeah. uh, business. So this whole setup piece I enjoyed. And Xerox also, it was early days. Yeah. So it was all new setup. Very exciting. Not only was it uh, an opportunity to set up something from scratch, it was also an opportunity to create wealth for yourself because this was literally like an equity ownership. If you did well, you could sort of make it. And uh, with banks, you tend to, after a certain time, foreign banks, you tend to be sent abroad. Mm -hmm. And then you go into a different loop altogether and you lose all your touch with Indian clients, your relationships, etc. So this gave me the right platform equity creation, wealth creation, startup, mm-hmm. remaining in India, and I jumped in it. And last uh, 12, 13 years, I've been with ASK. So right and mix of everything. Everything. <laughs> and in the right field, right. because investing, capital market, this was something that was of great interest to me, and okay. sales. And what I've realized is no matter what business you are in, if you're a CEO, founder, entrepreneur, you have to have orientation, your ability to sell the mm. concept to anyone or to explain to anyone. So the whole background of sales yeah. helped me a lot, uh, a lot with uh, and combining it with knowledge of capital markets. It, it was just perfect, good mix. <laughs> that took place. Yeah. 
Wonderful. So, um, what was the key decisions that marked perhaps or any turning point in your life? Um, sales, sales, getting into sales because right. of that training program and yeah. one Xerox uh, interaction. And secondly, wealth management, which right. was a function of what I did during my college days and uh, my interest in uh, investing, both these. And then obviously you read a couple of books, you, you know, you see how you always are looking at alternative ways of creating wealth for yourself. And right. there's nothing better than investing in equity. Right. So in early ages, it was of interest. You read a lot of books. You read some of these, you know, Intelligent Investor and Peter Lynch's book, One Up in Wall Street. And you really found it fascinating how you could invest in someone else's business and you necessarily didn't have to work mm -hmm. to create. Uh, or even this guy, uh, Robert uh, Kiyosaki, right. the guy who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. The entire book was yeah. how let the money work yes. for you. Right. And you can also create a Source a very of different income. perspective. You just turned it around. Turned it around and yeah. you create another source of income, right? Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily just be doing a nine to five job. Mm. So these things have played a significant role. And having lost my father immediately made me responsible. Mm. Uh, and I wanted to make sure that I could, uh, you know, uh, make my family comfortable. Uh, so uh, that fire in the belly very few people can have, you know, yeah. so it comes in with some incident that uh, changes your life. I probably could have done with a better formal education if I had the time and some guidance, mentoring or what to do, because I got in straight into work uh, from day one. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, life has turned out good. Right now at Kohl's, take an extra 25% off top active brands, including Under Armour for her. Get Nike shoes for the family, $48.75 and under, and save on Levi's denim for the family. Plus, get limited contact store drive up, and get even more for your wallet with Kohl's cash. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 25% off Under Armour ends August 9th. Nike ends August 8th. Levi's sale ends August 30th. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.